You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. Hello, everybody. We are back, and we are back in person for episode 41. I say that with a question mark. (laughs) 41 of Heart and Soul Podcast. We are joined here by Tara Jarrett. Did I see your last name? You did. And honestly, I was like, who's that? I know because it's new. <laughs> it's new. Newly and, married and COVID. I haven't seen anybody. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's not yeah. like anybody's been practicing your last name. So yeah, I get confused sometimes. Have you legally changed your last name I yet? Legally changed my last name. That wow, like, you're on it. Well, have was, you? No, me neither. <laughs> oh, what? Well, there's. I have some excuses, but yeah, I still. Really, I, I have to do that. It's not legal yet, and Jordan, I think, is starting to get annoyed. But I don't it's know not that. that bad, to be honest with you. And I was like, because the first thing you have to do is change your social security, right? And like, you should change the whole social security well, number. You have to submit paperwork and then they change your name on your social. That's like the base mm. of it all. Then you can go get your license done and everything else. And it's not bad. Can you do it online? Um, no. Awesome. And I have paperwork though, like a list of it. I can send you guys so that you okay. can just okay. like check all the boxes. It's really not terrible. The one yeah. thing I didn't do was my passport. Yeah. Um, only because they had a lot of delays with COVID. So I just, like, didn't want my path. Right. Not, where was I going? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, we can't leave. Can go yeah. 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 But it's not bad. But, yes. What happened was, though. What had like, happened we, was. What had happened was, <laughs> um, we got married. And then I didn't want to change it because we were, I needed my passport to go to Jamaica. And then we were planning on going on a cruise in January. Yeah. Then I got pregnant. And we didn't go on the cruise. But I was, like, didn't do anything for Nine months. Know, a couple months. And then COVID hit. And so it's been since that, and then I had a baby, so just yeah, it's not on the top of my priority list. But I have no excuse. I'm just lazy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the first year we did travel like a lot. The first year of marriage, and I didn't want to deal with changing my like license for trips and stuff. But now I really have no excuse. It just takes a minute. Just lazy. My mom didn't change hers until she had kids, because then she, they all had the same last name. I'm on his birth certificate with Jones, but oh, that's fine. That is what it is. All right, anyways, good talk. Um, we are going to go back to Happies and Crappies, which we haven't done in like two months. So long. I know. So long. So anybody want to start with Happy and Crappy? Uh, I'll start. Oh, yeah. My happy. Not what that noise was. <laughs> Finger in your mouth. Um, my happy is that I officially came back from maternity leave last week. Ooh. And I had two weddings. Um which was a little overwhelming, I'm not going to lie. And yeah. I'm slammed right now with work because um, I have one this weekend and next weekend and the weekend after that. And She's a photographer. You're nonstop. Um, yeah. okay. Basically till the end of time. But it was like such a good couple weddings back. Like super smooth, easy going, awesome couple, beautiful pictures. They did look so good. weather. Thank you. Um, the weather was great too. And was, yeah, yeah, oh my gosh, Thursdays was like literally... Perfection. This is the time of year to get married, yes. I'm finding, besides but hurricanes. I will say last year, <laughs> Minor deeds. I shot a wedding around this time last year that was like 100 degrees. It was Ooh. so hot. Ew. So we got lucky this year. But um, anyway, I was definitely like a, a little nervous, you know, to go back to work and like feel a little rusty and leave the baby and just, it was the complete opposite. Like I felt so good getting away and just good. Like, refreshing, feeling like myself again. Not that I love leaving Silas, but I loved feeling like productive and normal um so that was good and then I normally start with my crappy but 
Yeah. See? Rusty. (laughs) Um, And then my crappy was I had to bring him for his shots this morning. Oh, how'd he do? He did good. How'd you do? I cried. (laughs) I cried. I too. He screamed. Oh. So they had to like hold him on the table and pull his little legs down. And and as soon as it went in, he was just and his little face I was holding his hand and I was like oh my god <laughs> I started crying because I felt so bad but then immediately after I just like held him and he was like fine. gave him a bottle and calmed him down and he just fell asleep oh and, and he's probably exhausted from all the screaming yeah and so he's kind of been sleeping since he woke up like once to eat um so and now my mom has him but that was not fun <laughs> we have to do it again in a couple months oh. so how often do you have to get shots as a baby, I don't know. They have they have to get a bunch of vaccines. Um, I think they get four months and then maybe like nine months okay. again or something like that. Um, and you know, well, I got of, him like, and I don't remember them, so he's gonna be fine. I know. <laughs> and you know, there's a lot of like controversy around. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Mommy guilt and stuff. Shame. But, Shame is living. I'm trying to do what I can to keep him and his peers healthy. So anyway, that was mine. Um. I think you win. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's like, I don't know. My happy is that I, my, uh, like, best friends from growing up, it's hard to explain. It's like my second mom and her child, who's my age. They live in Atlanta now, and they were here this past weekend. It was kind of spontaneous. My mom was in town, is in town, and they were like, my mom was like, you want to come drive up while I'm here this weekend? And so we got to do, like, a little weekend getaway with them and she just had a baby in February who I obviously haven't met yet because the Roan um so I got to meet him and he's so so, I mean like oh my gosh he stares into your soul when he looks at you he's um they're black so he's black too obviously (laughs) um so he's got that like mocha skin and then he has green eyes oh my god it's like perfection he's gorgeous he's so so cute um so his name name is bryson so cute um and we made him an instagram this weekend in case you want to follow him i'll put it in the show notes (laughs) just kidding um and then my happy oh wait that was my happy my crappy i don't know what my crappy is. I guess that's a good thing. That is. Well, it's Tuesday, so, like, maybe we just pass through the whole week with none of those. I know. No crappies. I will say the days have felt, not that I'm complaining, but the days have felt really long lately. Like, I think it's because I have, like, you can see my schedule right there, just, like, hourly booked that I, like, don't feel like I have any um, break time. You time. I don't. Which is fine right now in the season, but I just feel, like, tired, I guess. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Also, your hair is so, so long. long. I know. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. I don't know what it is. Maybe the prenatals, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. It is very long. I'm getting mine done with Megan next week. And, yeah. And Which, I... by the way, it's during our time. That was the only date she had. So oh, that's okay. That. I'll figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Side note. Um, okay. You, Tear Tear? Mm, I'm going with crappies first, and it's lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, there's, like, something going on. I don't know what it is. Moon, whatever. And I've just <laughs> Mercury, been, Mercury, like, moon, like something. no sleep. So, I missed class. That really, on Monday. So, that really bummed me out. And then, honestly, happies is being here and getting Aww. outside of my comfort zone a little bit. Like, yeah. this is huge. 
I've been missing this connection. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's awesome. Thank you guys. This I'm, does feel really good. Like, to have obviously, people in I person. haven't been here in person since before I had Silas. And yeah. Before, even then, it was, like, just different. We weren't having people come in person, so. And we even did a ton of Zooms then, too, because we were yeah. like, well, if we're going to Zoom then, we might as well just Zoom each right, other. Right. Sound's going to be the same. This is really refreshing. It is. Um, okay, well, let's get right into who you are, Tara. Tara is a soul sister. She comes every morning, except Monday. Except for Monday. Um, she comes every morning at 6 a.m. She is committed to um, soul fitness. And through that, I've gotten to know her. She's hilarious. She says what's on her mind immediately. No filter. It's really good for class, especially at 6 a.m. when everyone's dead, to have like someone to break the ice. She wasn't there on Monday, and it was quiet. And <laughs> so I'm really glad you're back. Um, she's also, I don't, I don't really know what you would call your title, but I would say like entrepreneur, blogger, influencer with like clean living and clean yeah. beauty. I like created my own title in my head, and it was like creator and consultant. I love that. Uh, CNC. Because that's kind of my jam. Okay, well, let's talk about that. Who who are you? What do you do? That's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> and I love asking it of people because I feel like there's so many different iterations of answers you can go with. And, like, for me, it used to be, like, my career full-time and it'd be like, I do this with my life. And now... Because you used to work in, like, corporate world. Yeah, right? big time. And so to leave corporate world and then to kind of be discovering myself right now has been just, like, a, it's been a huge transition. I mean, mm-hmm. we got married in March and... I wasn't even going to say this, but it's my second marriage, which seems like you wild say to me. <laughs> um, but, you know, and, and COVID. So it's been like getting to know ourselves in that kind of space. But really, I'm just a girl who was tired of being sick all the time, which is how I felt for like the vast majority of my life. Um, and then I decided that I needed a change. And once I started getting into that process and understanding how cleaner living would heal me, um, I started going with more fun stuff and talking about the clean makeup and beauty. And mm-hmm. honestly, um, I kind of just feel like natural living is the key to everything. And that means everything from just like intuitively taking care of yourself and eating to everything else and just mm-hmm. embracing that. Because we're taught to look at so many different areas of life and social media is a great example and you can get so distracted. But at the end of the day, no one knows how to take care of you better than you do. Yeah. So what kind of, that's really good. What kind of, sicknesses or like things did you have to like heal from girl I mean we could be here probably for like two hours talking about the laundry list of things um really yeah it's funny it started for me I was 13 and um I I don't know was checking out my tatas (laughs) whatever they were back then and I felt a lump and I kind of was just like it was like a pee and I was like well and my mom's like no no it's just growing pains it's fine and then it would kept it like kept growing and um and it ended up being like the size of like a quarter like marble quarter and I ended up having to get it removed because they weren't sure if it was cancer or not at 13 at 13 wow. so that was like an awkward experience oh my um, gosh to say the least but also like my parents didn't tell my grandparents so I knew it was bad yeah so I was just kind of like at that point like life is life and like I've had a good one so like at 13 I kind of had decided like Whatever happens, happens. And I think it shaped me for the rest of my life. And so from that point forward, I just sort of lived and were unfiltered. I've been unfiltered ever since and just (laughs) kind of done what suits me and done it like 
a ridiculous kind of human being uh-huh. because what's there to lose? It's kind of a, a blessing in disguise. Like you had a almost like an expiration date on life, so now you live life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. A couple different things happen along the way, and honestly, the divorce, my first marriage, like was enough trauma to kind of like take that side of me out that like risky like just go for it just do whatever and so I've retracted ever since and I'm I'm in that phase of life now where I'm trying to come back out of it but like break free from break that free. yeah absolutely when um, was that that was four years ago at okay. this point I got married the first time okay yeah and we were married for six months and it was absolutely the most heartbreaking thing that has ever happened to me I didn't see it coming and but it was the right thing to do. But unfortunately, the way it all played out, I was the one who had to make a decision mm. for both of us and just sort of see how he responded. And it was like a hot mess and nobody understood it and it was a disaster. So that took a little of the wind out of my sails, um, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And at that time, you were working in corporate world? I was working in the corporate world. What were Actually, you doing? just starting a new job Ugh. in real estate development. Yeah. So Good timing. that was a lovely way to start that career. Um, but honestly, in terms of my health, like I went from the, I'll call it a cancer scare, to polycystic ovarian syndrome at 17. And back then, no one really knew what it was. And my hormones were just a mess, like a, a mess. Like I was passing out at school. <clears throat> my body couldn't regulate anything. Um, and then Gosh. I got pneumonia My while well, I was in college. And then I went right into chronic mono. Oh my god. I mean, I lost so much weight. I was under 100 pounds and I couldn't eat and it just like never came back. And so you're just you it's chronic fatigue is like like you're tired all the time. It's like having the flu and then all the time and then having an elephant sitting on you. Your body just can't move. Oh. And so like you kind of figure out how to navigate through that and then couple years later I'm living in DC by myself and I start getting this pain this pain that's like radiating through my joints and my my bones and I can't sleep at night and turns out I had basically fibromyalgia which is something like you're supposed to have when you're like a lot older than Mm. I was um and so I was just like oh my god my life is over yeah it's like one thing after another I'm done because like the kind of pain I was in they had me on antidepressants um, to manage the pain and muscle relaxers so mm. I could sleep and I still couldn't sleep. And mm. so then the next thing that they were going to put me on were heavy duty painkillers. And so it was like, oh, I know what that means. Yeah. Like, where are you going to go from here? Yeah. yeah. So long, that's like the, that's a short version of the health story, but it was just like back to back, back to back, back to back. And then when did you kind of shift towards, maybe there's a more natural way of doing this. Um, I have to thank my mom for that. I came home over Christmas break and I was as sick as I'd ever been. And she had saved a super soul Sunday for me from Oprah. Love her. Uh, Love best. that podcast. Mm-hmm. And there was a woman on it by the name of Chris Carr and she had had cancer and she ba- and it was incurable. And she had basically managed to control it as much as you possibly can by modifying her diet. And so I thought, well, let me give it a whirl because mm-hmm. if it works, it makes a difference. Great. If not, then I know where I've got to go, but may as well give it a try yeah. and give it a solid 60 days and see what happens. Within three weeks of modifying my diet, I could get my arm in my shirt again and I could button up my shirt, which is like, was a huge deal. It was that bad. It was that, I couldn't walk oh up the stairs. Gosh. 
Oh my gosh. And just simply like taking out a lot. I took out a lot of things. I took out um, gluten. I took out dairy, basically all processed foods, meat. Um, So you're like vegan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And, And like, and no sugar, like as much, like really just, but the education was priceless because I learned the power of food mm-hmm. and how important it is to kind of just go back to the basics, really, truly, the stuff that comes from the earth. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because there are so many different conversations out there about what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat. And really, to me, at the end of the day, it just boils down to finding the most natural, healthiest ingredients that you can find, whether you're a meat eater or not. Like you want something that was raised in a happy environment with good food. Um, you know, that your vegetables aren't getting sprayed with pesticides or Mm -hmm. GMOs. And it's like, Mm -hmm. there's this whole world out there that like most people don't even know about because no one's talking at at least as much as I'd like about how your health and what you put into your body is, is basically the, like the, the root of all, all things. It really is crazy. I, um, I think after my eating disorder, uh, and then, like, going into, like, this new era of, like, body positivity and, like, intuitive eating, I think I had, like, almost shunned, like, healthy eating at some, you know, like, you kind of go the other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And since going to the doctor a couple weeks, I've had not pain like that, but I've had, like, chronic, like, um, constipation issues and mm-hmm. digestive issues since fourth grade. I was the first time I went to the doctor about it. And I finally went to a doctor after all these miscarriages and was like, okay, it was like that shocked me into like maybe I do need to like take care of me first before bringing a baby into the world. And she was like, you're, you're gluten, gluten and, and dairy intolerant. And I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> I'm like 31. Okay. But the last two weeks or I don't know, two or three weeks, however long it's been, I have moments where I'll like cheat a little bit and I can tell You now. can feel it. And it's, I hate the word cheat, but like where I eat something that my body is not supposed to have or my specific body. And then like the, the pain, the gas pain that I've always had, sorry if that's TMI and like even going to the bathroom regularly, like that's become normal. And I'm like, wow, it was so simple this whole time. And I just like, I don't know. I didn't educate myself on it. Well, but well, you don't a, know. There's yeah. a difference too when, you know, regarding the whole like cheat word, there's a difference when it's like for medical reasons versus like. A diet. A diet. Yeah, like, like trying to lose, lose weight. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. so true. I think we're Like, all... it's not a cheat meal. Yeah, it's right. Like a... It's like a, oops, I slipped up and I'm going to pay for this mm-hmm. later with my pain and digestive mm-hmm. issues and, you know, that type of thing. But I think that was, like, one of the biggest things that I learned was when you go and you modify your diet like that and you go hardcore. I mean, I, I went hardcore because I was at my wit's end, right? Mm-hmm. So it was, it was almost easy because it was like... You'll do anything. I'll yeah. do anything to yeah. feel better. And when you all of a sudden, it's not all of a sudden, it's gradual and you start noticing things. But when you get to that point, you realize that we all spend our lives inflamed, bloated, and uncomfortable to a point where we don't even know what we should be feeling mm-hmm. like as a base level. So, like, we shouldn't, we really don't need caffeine, but we've kind of trained ourselves that we do. And so, all of the things that seem normal aren't really normal yeah it's like almost you question what is a baseline it's wild yeah because I think about when I wake up in the morning you obviously feel your best right when you wake up as far as like bloating goes and then the first thing I would eat in the morning I would bloat Mm -hmm. 
And I'm like, what is going on inside me? It's crazy that we really aren't that educated on it. No, it's wild. I mean, I don't know. Have Have you ventured into cleaner eating at all? Yeah. Now, especially yeah. now? She eats pretty pretty awesome. Well, not lately. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm about to go grocery shopping after this, so I'm going to be, like, inspired. But I'm, my dilemma is I literally have no time to cook with an infant, so I've been having to buy a lot of like prepped things to just yeah I think that's like a seasonal thing too like you got to do what you got to do to get food in your body sometimes I mean I'm a testament to what we're talking about is like I have not felt healthy these days because I'm not fueling myself efficiently or you know in the way that I'm used to so um what was I just gonna say though oh um I don't know if you've listened to the episode where we had Emily Popson come on. Um, Papa Hill? Yes, I'm familiar with her. Okay. I need to listen to that one. So she obviously is big into the whole clean living and non-toxic and in her eating habits and all that too. And I love, she always puts up this point about how knowledge is power and like you're not being high maintenance or difficult for choosing to make better decisions with your lifestyle and I feel like I was gonna ask if you've experienced that with like being more particular about your foods and your product and and not settling for the things that you know are not good for your body like do you feel like you've had to fight off some of that negative energy of people thinking like oh, oh you're like picky haters. or you're oh, high I, maintenance or there's something wrong with you like I stopped drinking alcohol and you realize how much of our culture and society just functions around alcohol and and you're just sitting there like no no guys like I have to do this like this right. is just this is just my reality um so yeah absolutely and and one of the reasons I was like so amped to have the blog and the I guess the Instagram account really focus on health and healing is because I want it to be cool like when I had to go vegan going vegan was not cool Mm -hmm. like I would roll in to work with green smoothies and everyone would pass out and they'd be like what are you eating (laughs) and and then everybody by the end of the time we were working together they were all having green smoothies but it was like green smoothies before green smoothies were cool Mm -hmm. um and it was just it's it's wild it's wild how the things that we put into our body sometimes even counteract the other things so like for example you don't need as much protein as you think you need Mm -hmm. the problem is your body can't absorb it because of all the other foods that you're putting in and so it's it's just you have to question everything. Like the I mean the what is it the food triangle yeah. pyramid is all wrong. Yeah, like, and it's like <laughs> I've what? Heard a lot about why that. do I have to think about this? Like why isn't this just like common like, knowledge? Com- yeah, yeah, it drives me nuts. So what pushed you to? Where were you at in your life when you were working in your corporate job in real estate development? that made you take the leap of faith to like go all in with your business if not now then when mm. and i've had a chain of jobs ever since i left dc and none of them just none of the, like i like them all but none of them fit right and i went oh the universe is trying to tell me something the universe is trying to tell me something the universe <laughs> is trying to tell me so every time i'm like what is it that the universe <laughs> is trying to tell me and i went oh to leave Time to do your own thing. Yeah. Like, this is what you love. This is what you're passionate about. Go give it a whirl. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I still have... I mean, I'm way better than I used to be. Um, but depending on how I take care of myself, just like everybody else, like, I can be really low energy some days. 
um, and taking this on and just kind of having this schedule, I thought was going to be like the best thing that ever happened to me. And it's not yet. <laughs> <laughs> like it's overwhelming. Yeah. Because you are in control of everything, whether it success succeeds or fails. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot more pressure. It's so much more pressure. And I short circuit, like I get overwhelmed and I'm yeah. like, what? what? And then you know what I do when I get overwhelmed? I go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say like, it's almost also when you don't have the accountability easier to like, quit when you're stressed or when you're overwhelmed one day just be like okay I can't anymore and then do it tomorrow and then it just piles up and you're like it needs to be done so that is I do that where I'm like I have so much on my to-do list that I just do not yeah yeah Yeah. not dealing with this today so because like growing up in school like if you didn't do your homework you got a bad grade well like we're not turning anything in besides a bad product to so it's like I don't know it's just different to yeah. hold accountable in that way it's it's hard and then with social media changing all of the time it's kind of like what's your priority is my priority posting to my feed is it creating videos is it um getting on stories and talking to everybody every day which is kind of like what I actually prefer you know what I, I mean think most but, people do prefer that's the way I get the most like connection right to people that's yeah. how I feel that's, but the thing is and this is what everybody's saying everybody <laughs> quote unquote. Air quote. Um, is you know your feeds what stays, and mm-hmm. so your stories go away. And mm-hmm. so like right now, I'm trying to figure out how to. I, I hate the word authentically, even though it's like such a wonderful word. I feel like it's been overused, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to figure out how to put myself in my feed as me more. Yeah, because I feel like the captions everybody is even kind of breezing by anymore. So um, that's my like big goal right now is to be my goofy nerdy quirky self but still get a message across mm-hmm. and still be aesthetically pleasing and, and still all. be yeah aesthetically it's like a amazing. whole laundry like, list of things yeah. that you have to think about when it comes to your feed you want to know i'm a mess but not like that much <laughs> you know like it's a fine line and it's and it's a business and i don't think i thought of that the transition from a hobby something i did in my spare time that i love doing to being like okay well how am i gonna Make money, make, a, make, make money, a living, make a living doing this, and and yet not make anybody feel like there's any kind of pressure. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just been cool. It's cool. I'm at the phase now where I realized I was totally overwhelmed and that yeah. I short circuited, and now I'm like, okay, time to come up with a plan. Yeah, time to figure out what the next steps are because this is really what I want to do. So, what is it that I'm doing? What is the business side of it? Yeah, can you expand on? that transition so because we definitely have a lot of listeners that have asked that question like how do I know when to take the leap or how do I how do I make this passion of mine into a business so what are like some of the questions you ask yourself or like the different you know paths that you went on to figure out how to make this your business and kind of dive a little deeper into what your business is too. So I think there's like, there's two layers to it. There's a point where you just realize that whatever your situation is in life, whether it's your work, your relationship or whatever, if it's not working for you, you need to change it. Otherwise Mm -hmm. it's just going to keep going. And where are you really getting? And I was at least able to still hold on to that part of my memory of like the time is now, like we, we, you're not guaranteed anything. So you've got to make a change. Um, obviously there's all the technicalities of like supporting yourself and kind of figuring out how that would go. Um, I'm lucky enough to have a partner that was like, babe, this is your time. 
Yeah, coach, and I'll coach, help support and I'll help you. you. Yeah. And I mean, that was mind-blowing. Um, and I think that it's given me the flexibility and the freedom to test out a whole bunch of different things because I'm not a makeup artist, but if anybody, like, there were three things I always did growing up. It was somebody's hair, somebody's makeup, or decorated their house, primarily <laughs> decorating their house. And, like, I love it because for me, like, that's where I came up with my three H's, which is health, happiness, and home, because those are the things that matter the most to me, and I feel like those are the things that root you the most, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so throughout this period, I've been sitting here going, okay, well, what I mean, I want to make people feel better. Mm-hmm. And how do I do that? And so I think, honestly, it's it's a blend of things. I think it's a blend of sharing knowledge and then um, products. And if people are interested, they'll purchase the products. And I think that's wonderful. Um, and I think you should see my makeup collection. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen it. And my skincare, it's nuts. But what I've been able to do is try everything almost mm-hmm. and so and figure out what and, works best for figure, you yeah but also if you tell me what your skin's like and what your makeup routine is whether you have one or not I can go through and be like okay this is what's going to suit you because you don't want your face looking like you have a fresh coat of paint and you can't find where your eyes are you yes. know what I mean like and so I can be like okay well this product suits you best for how your, skin your life tone or your, yeah, yeah how your lifestyle is and to me that's it. Like, it's not about you liking what I buy. Mm-hmm. It's about what's finding best, what's for, for you. You know what so I mean? So do you, like, partner with brands and help? Okay, so that's kind of, like, how the income, that and, like, blogging. Mm-hmm. and. Um, I think I have a lot of work to do because there are affiliate links mm-hmm. um, that you can put into the blog. And then you've got, I mean, it's just social media. And then linking, for me, for what I do right now, because it, there isn't a service I'm, technically providing but I will be providing one soon um you know is through exposure Mm -hmm. and so for me like Pinterest is a big way because it's a search engine that people can research like you know what clean foundation to use and hopefully like my stuff will start popping up but I do think I'm going to start um a consulting component because that's what I love like it, it, it engages me with other people I can start having the healthier living conversation and talk about all the supplements etc and then also talk about like your skincare routine or your makeup. Yeah, you can kind of make that more. Um, it can be more free for you yeah. to like. But it also gives me like a like a quantifiable goal to measure. Yeah, mm-hmm. like how many people you consult, how yeah. they how it changes them. And I love that, and I love keeping track of all of it and being like, okay, this person liked this, but uh, they said they wanted this for next time, like that. Wait until I get you what you exactly, you know, like <laughs> yeah. if I didn't get it the first time, I'm going to like nail it the second time. So I'm, I'm really excited about launching that and I just can't even believe I'm going to do it because it's just like, who am I? Who do I think I am doing this? Well, yeah. what, that's a good segue. What have you learned or like, you know, what confidence have you gained from doing this or what have you learned about yourself? You know, my, this, you know what my mom always say to me, would say to me, well, why do you think you can do it? And I'd be like, excuse me. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> like, you're my mom. Like, you should be like, you can do anything you want to do. <laughs> and she would that's just the opposite. She's like, well, I don't get it. Like, and I realized that nine times out of ten, people don't really know what they're doing. They just believe in what they're doing. Yeah. Yes. And, and That's really good. You know, and so I believe in this with my entire being. Mm-hmm. 
oh my God, I believe in it. It's like what you do, right? Like I come out of class and I'm like, dang, I look good. Mm-hmm. I feel better, you know? And you're giving everybody that kind of energy that they carry around. And to me, they carry that energy around and then they pass it on to other people. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want. I just want to spread that good juju. Yeah. Yeah. And people will be attracted to that and pay for it. It's, to use the word again, it's authentic. It yes. is actually very important to you and something you're actually passionate about. Not just doing to make money, but something yes, that is great that you can make money from it. Yeah. But you love it. I, I love, I love it. Like, any opportunity to, like, have somebody come over and, like, let's play with makeup because my collection's enormous and, like, you can see what you like. Or I if, need to see it. Or if not, we can just, like, chat, you know, via text message or, like, whatever. Like, I've met so many people, and by so many, I mean, like, you know, not that many, but, like, <laughs> enough that I felt, like, cool through over the internet that were, like, hey, can you help me with this? And I'm just sitting back, like, yes yes I can like, you want my help yes let's like let's talk and whatever and then they'll go and purchase it and you're kind of like wow that's cool and then they respond back to you and give you the feedback that like oh what this is real like I can feel like this and like this is how life is supposed to feel that goes back to be like natural you are supposed to do what feels right for you not what feels right for everybody else yeah that's really good. Okay, well, that's a good segue into social media. No social media. <laughs> so what, right now, in whatever month it is, I don't even know, October 2020, yeah. almost, almost that September, what is working best for you in social media and what is something that's frustrating for you in social media? Oof. Um, I'll start with the frustrating. I think what's frustrating in social media is everyone's ability as like as as a creator to go around and see what everybody else is doing mm-hmm. it doesn't do me any good sometimes it like makes you compare oh and, my god yeah. like why do i care what you're doing mm-hmm. i don't care what you're but doing. then you find yourself starting to care and, and you're I like care why? and i'm like well maybe i should have been doing it this way or should have been doing it that way but the reality is like no one's you so you just need to be yourself and do it so um your way and then, then okay what was the other part of the question what's been um something that you find is like helpful or Working. Yeah, working for you with social media. Like, what works best? I know this is going to sound ridiculously cliche. Mm -hmm. But, like, the weirder I get, the more feedback I get. And I'm like, wait, what? This is all I ever wanted. Like, I just need to be, like, super strange. Like, okay, I'm in. Like, Mm -hmm. let's do this. But the the truth is, uh, it's that dang word again, right? Authentic. Yeah, I think I like energy better. Um... I think that if you're carrying your authentic energy with you, people recognize that. Mm -hmm. They identify with that. Mm -hmm. Because there is so much filtered, um, poised, almost scripted things out there on social media that it's refreshing to see someone who's just as weird as you. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Well, that and and like, I mean, if I'm doing something makeup-wise, which is like uber fun to me, this is what I started out like. like, And it's like horrifying, right? To like post that picture for me. It's like tough. It's like, oh dang, like what if somebody screenshots this and then posts it somewhere else and is like this, because once you put it out there, it's out there, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then you're like, but then this is what I did. And, and I'm the same person. Yeah. So I'm not just posting like these pretty pictures of myself everywhere. It's like, no, this is the reality. And you can you know, fall anywhere along the spectrum in what you do, but this is where it landed with these products and you can do it too. Yeah. I'm not anything crazy. I love that. Authenticity. 
energy, mm-hmm. authentic energy. Authentic. Uh, authentic. Yeah, that's my thing. Like I had this like big about me, and I was like, I want you to like find your innate energy and, and vibrate higher. Vibrate higher. Never have I ever heard that term. Mm-hmm. So we're all <laughs> we're all just energy. Yeah. Like really. And when you think about it, like I used to love it in terms of like color therapy because like when I was in a lot of pain, like certain colors and, and tones would hurt my nerves. Really? Yeah. Big time. This is so interesting to mm-hmm. me. You're... And then you realize they're all colors. And energy is a color. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it vibrates <laughs> a certain way. And so then I realized like when you go and you drink alcohol, it lowers your vibration. And like the lower vibrations you have, like the less healthy you are your body functions better at a higher vibration it's really if you want to go there like you can take this a whole different route and just talk about that but like when you vibrate higher you attract it's like the law of attraction essentially. Mm-hmm. it's wild it's so cool i love that i love it too i'm very interested i need you to send me some information on this color crap mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be this like big extroverted version of yourself like if you're like for me I'm not like a super loud out there person I'm more of a like somewhere in the middle I think but you're yourself but when I get on my stories and stuff and some people probably even think I'm an overshare but that's just who I am and when I get on and just chat in the same way I would chat to one of you on or off air I get the most response from people so I think that is kind of a misconception misconception that you have to come on and be this like big personality Mm -hmm. and you know if that's not you then that's that's not you and that's gonna come across i was gonna say if it's not you they're gonna realize it's it's false identity also it's just exhausting yeah to do that and like show up as someone that you're not right i i've had that's actually a really solid point like i have a lot of people that were like oh i'm i like could never do that like i'm not comfortable in front of the camera i'm like neither am i yeah yeah i'm an intro i'm nobody believes me but I'm an introvert mm-hmm. because I love this thing and it's where do you get your energy from and I yeah. get my energy from being where do you quiet. recharge yeah where do I mm-hmm. recharge um but I can turn it on when I need to and um I I just you're you do it your way and and do what feels comfortable mm-hmm. that's that's it it's not it's not about being similar to somebody else or what you think you should be it's about being comfortable. Yeah. Again, to me, that's like your natural state of being. And that brings comfort to your followers. Heck it makes yeah. them feel comfortable. I think so. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> One would hope, right? I'm not trying to make anybody uncomfortable. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, should we get into our final four questions? Yeah. I did not prep you for this. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay. So, our first question is, what is something that you're currently obsessed with right now or binging? Oh, Emily in Paris on Netflix. I haven't heard of this. Oh my God. I've had an obsession in my entire What's it life about? with France. Emily in Paris? Emily is in Paris. And <laughs> she's fabulous and she works. This is like so me. Like this is, this is in my head, this is who I was supposed to be. She's in Paris working for a marketing firm for all like these high-end luxury brands and she breaks up with her boyfriend and she's just living her best life. She's like, Miss Independent in Oh Paris. my gosh. And just like, being kind of loud and American in France and just doing what feels right to her. And I'm like, yes, you and her outfits are fantastic. Is, is it new? Is it new? Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask mm-hmm. that. I've never heard of it. Oh, it's good. I've not heard it. It gives me so. Sex in the City vibes. Yeah. Or like... Uh, younger. Very Or young. like Devil Wears Prada vibes. Yeah, some sort of... <laughs> it's like a mix between the 
to without the additional female characters. Okay. Like All right. It. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. What is something you're looking forward to the rest of this year, which is only a couple more months? Yeah. How did that happen? I'm Ooh. not mad about it. Uh, being I know. <laughs> but I don't know if anything is going to change. But I, we'll see. That's a gr- I think that what I'm looking forward to is um, becoming slightly more centered and really driving this business side. Mm-hmm. of what I do um, a lot harder because that is empowering to me, honestly. Um, it was totally intimidating in the beginning, but now I'm like, wait a second. When you mentioned today at class, like, look at where you were a year ago. I was still in my old job a year ago. Mm. And I went, oh, wait a second. You know, it's so easy to take things for granted and just... Or not see how far up. you come. Yeah. Because you're in the monotony of every day. And then if you... But if you do... Take a step back and look at where you were a year ago. So much mm-hmm. has changed. And a lot of it is growth. You know? Hashtag true story. <laughs> hashtag true. <laughs> Speaking of Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Just throw it out there. I used to say hashtag way too much. Um, me too. Mm-hmm. When it like first came to the surface. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question is, what is something that you love about yourself? Um good question uh what is it I think really truly I love my spirit mm-hmm. and I love I've I loved reconnecting with it so who you get when I come and work out first thing in the morning is me I'm I want people to feel comfortable I want them to pick up my energy and kind of run with it um I've been told one too many times that I'm intimidating which, really oh yeah I don't get that vibe oh, from no, you but like yeah maybe because in you... my professional career like, yeah well, you also work in like the beauty industry, which can sometimes be intimidating for people who aren't in the beauty industry. Like, yeah, you even, know, even corporately, I just have always kind of carried that like I'm doing what I'm doing, don't mess with me attitude. Yeah. Um, and so I think that like being approachable is fun. So like, I like that your spirit. Mm-hmm. It's a really good thing to love about yourself. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like who you are. It's kind of like just that like means you love you yourself at the core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, lastly, if you could tell women one thing today, one little nugget of advice, what would it be? I love that. (laughs) Um, I've asked people that so many times, and I think that what I would tell them is to shake it off, let it go, and just be yourself, Mm. period. That's good. The biggest thing holding us back from the next best thing is ourselves yeah stop listening anything you hear in your head i like there was this oprah about it i think and they called your like devil on your shoulder stan you know (laughs) that was his name yeah it was stan like what a great one right like and stan talks to you and it shuts stan up yeah shut stan up because stan doesn't know what he's talking about it's a bunch of other people's ideas not yours that's lies yeah and and figure out what what you want and who you are and where you want to go and just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Nike, man. Nike. <laughs> like Taylor Swift said. Yeah, shake it off, Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Just do it, yeah. Mr. Nike. I, mean, I, was trying to, I, was, I was trying to impress you. Like, <laughs> come on, Taylor yeah. Swift. Oh, it, no, it, it hit me immediately. It hit me. When you said shake it off, I was like, okay, we'll yeah. start singing in two seconds. <laughs> I, I don't think we're encouraged to be ourselves. I really don't. And I think that's why I like the word authentic kind of 
bugged me for a while because nobody really knows what that that. is. Yeah, Yeah. and and authentic isn't necessarily something you should have to work for either. And I feel like that's what people people want you to be authentic on social social media and then associate the word authentic with social media. And that's just not the case. Yeah, because not all social media is authentic. And I think the number one thing we all need to do is just embrace who we are and feel really beautiful doing it. And if there's something you don't like, then change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pick- because you're in control. Nobody tells you you're in control of how you feel. Right. So if you're not liking something, go go make it better. Yeah. It's as easy as that. It sounds as simple as that, doesn't it? But it really is. I mean, I'm with you, I think. It is. We, it's mindset. We're the ones that put all those like, oh, easier said than done. All these roadblocks and obstacles in our own way. And mm-hmm. half the time it's like, no one really is paying that close attention to your everyday moves. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can start making little baby little different moves every, every day. I, yeah. I feel like I've been doing a lot of um, research on mindset. Just like how our thoughts um Mm-hmm. Change shape They're us. So powerful. Oh, I have to and send you some stuff. It is nuts. I'm doing like a little presentation for you in CW, and I'm doing like a whole slide on mindset. But like as I'm doing it, I'm finding that my mind, like I'm having to shift my mindset as I as I'm typing things because I'm in a negative place, and like that one negative thought can like infiltrate into every other thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's nuts how if you just decide not to think that. It's wild. They say that apparently something like 90% of your thoughts during the day are like a repetitive thought. Mm, I believe that. And I just, when I heard that, I went, oh, that's terrifying. That means I'm carrying everything from the day before and the day before and the day before. And like, what It's like you, a hamster wheel. Yeah, no thanks. You're not going forward. You're just spinning in the same wheel. Yeah, unless you make an effort. Yeah. Intention is huge. Yeah, your intention. You can jump out of that wheel if you want. Mm. <laughs> Start running. It takes practice, though. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think anybody, you know, like you're saying, you you have to get to a point where you acknowledge what you're doing, catch it, and then change it. Yeah. And because I think there's also like just with body image in general, like I think a lot of people because of what I do assume that I don't struggle with body image issues yeah. anymore. Yeah. But the, there's a difference now in how I struggle with them. Like I used to struggle and like be paralyzed by it and believe that as as true and now it's like I have the thought I go through my little pity party for a second and then I find a way to throw the thought away and speak what is true about me so it's a process it's like a battle that each day you have to choose kind of like marriage you have to choose your person each day Mm -hmm. it would you know yeah no what is that quote you wouldn't speak to your friend the way you're speaking to yourself why 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 are you you speaking to yourself that way yeah Yeah. and I went oh that's you know, you'd like to be like, oh, no, everybody's, like, tough on themselves. And, like, that's what pushes – like, for the longest time, I was like, that's what makes me not lazy. That's what pushes me forward. And then you realize, like, oh, my God, what if I got out of my own way and just told myself positive stuff all the time? God. Yeah. I'd then like, I listen to it. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> like, here I come, world. Yeah. yeah. Here we are, right. baby. Why not go with that? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Tara, where can our listeners find you? Oh, you can find me at hernaturalway.com, on Instagram at hernaturalway. You can find me all over the place. And we'll link that in the show notes. Well, thanks, guys. I love you so much. Thank you for I being you on guys. the podcast. This is so fun. cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, can we just stay? I know. Can we so just sad. keep it recording? Yeah. Just hang out? We'll have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll see you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> love you. Bye. <laughs> bye, listeners.